I had to listen to. And I don't know about you folk, but I have learned that prayer is not a one-way conversation. That's right. Prayer is dialogical. And as I was praying this morning and thinking about all that is going on around us right now. Amen. I, I found myself saying to the Lord, Lord, we need an intervention. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know if y'all know what an intervention is, but mm -hmm. if you've ever had a family member or a friend or even you mm -hmm. have had some serious issues, maybe a drug issue or an alcohol issue or personality issues. And every now and then those who are important to you will gather together with some professionals mm -hmm. and, and, and they ask for help. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes everybody gathers together and they'll stand in front of you, sit in front of you, but get in front of you. Mm -hmm. And they will say, we are about to have an intervention. Yes. And as I was having a conversation with the Lord this morning, I said, Lord, we need an intervention. Amen. I, I was thinking about the murders down in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about a, a family that was in an automobile accident last night. And one of those family members was in an automobile accident approximately two weeks before. I was thinking about Dr. Monroe, who was in the hospital for the second time in a matter of a couple of months. I was thinking about family members that are going through issues. Members throughout this congregation going through issues. Uh, June 21st, something significant happening for a, a, a family that is a part of our congregation. And I was praying about all of this mm -hmm. as I was, uh, I was trying to get moving this morning, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me move. Mm -hmm. all, all I could do was pray. Yes. And, and as I was praying, I was thinking about the message for the day when suddenly I heard the Lord say to me if you do that Thomas you're on your own mm -hmm. I know you worked hard at it mm -hmm. I know you put in a lot of time with it mm -hmm. but today mm -hmm. I have another plan yeah. and I want you to go with me yeah. put what you did on the shelf okay. I'll let you know when but today I've got another word mm -hmm. yeah. that I want you to share with your people. My God, my God. Yes, sir. My God. I, I, I was thinking about families that are being robbed. Mm -hmm. Thinking about families that are having loved ones gunned down in the streets of D.C. and Baltimore. And my it God. seems to be happening all too often. My God, my God. Thinking about innocent folk. Mm -hmm. Who simply say, what did I do wrong? And before you know it, they're shot. Mm. I, I was just praying and I said, Lord, there's so much going on. Mm. So much. Yes. 
and we need an intervention. Amen. And, and, and the more I was talking, the more I realized that this thing that we're dealing with is spiritual warfare. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. And the people who seem to be the help, the most helpless, are the people of God. Yes, sir. Because the people of God are crying out like everyone else is crying out. Yes. And have lost sight of the fact. Come on, Pastor. That if you belong to the king, Come on, Pastor. your cry yeah. ought to be different yeah. than everybody else's cry. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And, and so the Lord began ministering to me, and he ministered to me from, I believe all of you know, this is one of my favorite texts. But it's a text for the moment. A text for the season. Yes, sir. When I say it's one of my favorite texts, most of you probably already know where to open your Bibles. But for those of you who are uncertain, I would simply ask if you would open your Bibles with me this morning to Second Chronicles, chapter twenty. And I'm going to read a few verses, but this chapter. Is going to bless us today. Amen. Won't you stand with me? We're reading from Second Chronicles chapter 20. And I'm going to begin reading at verse 20. Although we'll have to walk through the chapter. Amen. Amen. Since this just happened, you can't see it. Like you normally would see it. Mm -hmm. But from the King James in verse 20, it reads, And they rose early mm -hmm. in the morning yeah. mm -hmm. and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Verse 21, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army. Come on. And to say praise the Lord. For his mercy. Endureth forever. Yes, Verse 22. And when they began to sing. And to praise. The Lord set. Ambushments. Against the children of Ammon. Moab. And Mount Seir. Which were come against Judah. And they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped destroy one another. Verse 24. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, mm -hmm. 
they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering the spoil. It was so much. I'm going to stop the reading right there. And we want to talk about this for a few moments. You may be seated. Lord, we ask your help today. There is a need in our land. There is a need, God, for an intervention. And Lord, we have experienced enough to know that the only intervention that can make a difference is a Holy Ghost intervention. And so Lord, as we stand today, we yield, ask you to come by the power of your Spirit and let every word of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. God me, Lord, that everything that I do and say will be both a blessing and an encouragement to your people. To that end, God, we stand and we give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen to this story, if you will. This story is related to a king who had it going on. His nation was living in peace. He was doing well. The people were doing well. They were comfortable. And they really were not too worried about everything that was going on around them. Because they were at peace. And things were going well for them. I suspect that in the house of God this morning, there are some who it's all going well for. But as sure as I'm, I know that's the case for some, I'm also certain that there are many in the house today where your tree have been shaken. Amen. I, I, I mentioned that a relative got a call from their doctor the other day. And the call was an unexpected call. And the doctor said, I need you to show up on, I believe it was the next day, which kind of gave it sort of an urgency. Not only was it show up tomorrow, but then the doctor didn't say, why come? The doctor just said, come. And as I was talking with my relative and, and, and we were praying and I said, we're going to worship God. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
Because no matter what the doctor has to say, yeah. Amen. there's a doctor that's greater than that doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Then I talked to that relative's child, and the child said, Tommy, what do you think it could be? I mean, we just got good reports. Why suddenly a phone call that simply says show up? And I, I, I said to my cousin, I said, you know, we could try to figure this thing out. And every thought that we could try to come up with could be so far from correct that all we will have done is worked up a whole bunch of excitement and fear and doubt and created an atmosphere mm -hmm. that was not an atmosphere that was healthy. Mm -hmm. So why don't we just call time out and worship God? Because we have learned across the years that no matter what the enemy tries to do, Worship yes, sir. can change the atmosphere. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And since we're talking about what to do when the devil tries to rock your world, yes. I, I, I think that it is also important for us to understand that in that title we said the devil tries to rock your world. Mm -hmm. yes. Because he can only successfully rock it That's right. if you yield Yes. And let him have that control. Yes. That's right. But when he tries to rock it, family, mm -hmm. most of the time, if we are on our P's and Q's, yes. in other words, if the, the Spirit of Christ yes. and everything we have been learning in our faith walk is activated and alive in us, yes. the devil can try to rock our world. But what we ought to be clear about is that we have the ability to rock his more than he can rock ours. Somebody say, I'm on that page. In the story, these people were at peace. But suddenly the king got visitors who said to him, O King Jehoshaphat, there are three mighty armies that are on their way to attack us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all heard that. That's yeah. like yeah. my family member's phone call. Mm -hmm. That's like the automobile accident. Mm -hmm. That's like the shootings that keep happening everywhere around us. That's right. That's like doctor's reports and financial reports mm -hmm. and relationship breakdowns that seem to happen all around us all the time. Yeah. You get a report. Mm -hmm. And the text kind of suggested that when Jehoshaphat heard the report, that he kind of quaked for a moment. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it is natural That's right. when you get a report like that. To your first response might be to quake. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But the question is, how long will you quake? Yeah, yeah. Will you focus on the report? Mm -hmm. 
Or will you quickly remember whose you are? That's right. Somebody say I'm on that page. And so the text says that although it suggested that Jehoshaphat quit momentarily, it also tells us that then Jehoshaphat went into action. And what he did was he called the nation together. And he called a fast. Now I don't know about you, but I have learned that a fast has a lot of spiritual power. I don't recommend anybody fast unless you have a God motivation in your fast. Because when you fast, your spirit man is open. And all kinds of voices and other things can influence you. And if your fast is not rooted in the word of God and in intimacy with God, I would recommend that you don't bother to fast. But the king called the fast, and then immediately he began to pray. Yes. Listen, y'all, your world gonna get rocked sometimes. Yes. The devil gonna show up every now and then. Yes. He gonna try to see what you're made of. Yes. Most of the time, y'all, we don't know what we're made of unless the enemy rocks our or tries to rock our world. I, I know that. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, yes, yes. Jehoshaphat called a fast and then he prayed. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole prayer, but I'm going to tell you some of the things that happened in the prayer. Because I want you to learn how when your world is rocking, that you ought to be able to reach back and remember how to Stop the enemy from rocking it so that you can rock the enemy. When Jehoshaphat began to pray, what he did was he went on all the way back to his ancestors. And he began to talk about his family history with Almighty God. And he said, look, down through the years, you did this for my family. And you did this for my family. And when the enemy was coming against us, you brought us out of that. And when the enemy was over here, you brought us out of that. The whole nation is present. And the king is praying. I don't know if y'all are catching this. But your world will have attempts to be rocked. And you need to know that no matter what the enemy brings against you, yes. you got a history yes, right. to remind you mm-hmm. that you got more power yeah, that's right. than the devil. Amen. If you follow verses 1 through 13, mm-hmm. you see what I just described to you. I'm not going into every detail of it, but what I will tell you is this. Is this. When fear strikes, mm-hmm. yes. even if you quit for a moment, yes. look up. Amen. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Look Amen. up. Thank you, Lord. Because if you look at the issue, yes. it'll cause you to keep on quaking. That's right. That's right. But when you look up, That's right. 
and you see the God of the universe, yeah, uh -huh. the one who is the creator of all of this, yeah, uh -huh. the one who said, I knew you before you were formed in the womb, yes. the one who had the ability to speak, yes. And the world was born. Yes. Look up. Yes. Yes. Because when you look up, no matter what the enemy is trying to bring against you, yes. you can recognize that there's somebody greater yes. than what the enemy right. is trying to do. That's right. Next thing that happened. If we go down to verse 13, what we will discover is it says that there was a prophet among the people. Yeah. Yeah. And as Jehoshaphat prayed, yes. the prophet was moved by God to stand up and to make a declaration from the Lord himself. Uh -huh. Hear me, O King Jehoshaphat, mm -hmm. and you people of Judah. Yes. The Lord our God says mm -hmm. that the battle is not yours, but his. Oh, oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Enemy trying to rock your world. Yeah. But the battle's not the enemy's. And it's not yours. It's the Lord's. Somebody say, I caught that. It says in verse 14 Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. And then it goes right through his family line. And then identifies him as a Levite of the sons of Asaph. It says, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And verse 15, it says, And he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and even thou, King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord unto you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if y'all heard that. Yes. But somebody is speaking, y'all. Yes. And the speaker is has a greater voice yes. than the enemy. Yes. This is what the, the Lord said through Jehoshaphat the prophet. Mm -hmm. Be not afraid. Yes. Don't be shocked. Don't yes. be dismayed yes. by reason of this bad report. Yes. Oh, that's right. oh yeah, it's true. Those armies are coming, but don't worry about the armies. Yes. This is where he said the battle is not yours, but the Lord. Then in verse 16 he says, and, and I want you to understand why this is important. Because when your focus get off of your trouble uh -huh. and on to God, remember the first point we said is what? Look up. Look up. Alright? When you look up, not only do you realize how awesome God is, yes. but you're now in a position to hear from God. That's right. And, and, and when he said, the battle's not yours. In verse 16, he has a strategy for the battle. Yeah. Oh, yes. He said, tomorrow, go ye down against them. Uh -huh. What? Mm -hmm. Go against yeah. these three armies? I don't know if y'all know it, but it's possible that any one of those three armies that were coming against them mm -hmm. alone probably could have wiped them out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would make you quake, y'all. Yes. That would make you quake. Yes. That, that, that stuff that happened in Virginia Beach makes you quake. Yes. That telephone call the other day would make you quake. Yes. That accident last night would make you quake. That's 
But he said, don't worry about that. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Zeus, and you shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jerem. And then in verse 17 he says, Watch this. This is this is interesting, y'all. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Three mighty armies. Come on. Yeah. God said, go out against them. But don't forget, he already told you the battle's not yours, but it's his. And so he's letting you know if the battle's mine, even though I said go out. I got a strategy. I got a battle plan. I've got something up my sleeve. All you got to do is trust me. Yes, Yes, Lord. So he said, "You shall not need to fight." Then he said, "Set yourself." In other words, don't run. Don't act like a chicken with his head cut off. Don't act like. Somebody who is overwhelmed by their circumstances and lose your mind. Don't stop fussing and cussing. Don't stop throwing things around. Don't stop acting like you have lost your mind. Set yourself. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Then he goes on, he says, O Judah and Jerusalem, uh -huh. fear not, nor be dismayed. Right. Set yourself, stand still. Yeah. But three armies are coming, Lord. Yeah. They're mighty. <laughs> and, and he said, fear not. Come on. Don't be dismayed. Now listen to the rest of his instruction. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. go out against them. What? <laughs> Come on. He just said, don't fear. Don't be dismayed. And then you said, tomorrow go out against them. Wow. You know how quickly sometimes we hear people speak and barely before they're finished, we have already responded. Don't know what they're saying. Think we got it. But sometimes we get ahead of what the plan is, mm -hmm. and instead of getting the benefit, yes. he said, tomorrow go out against them. Mm -hmm. And then he said, for the Lord will be with you. You know, sometimes we just need to slow down. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Be quiet. Take it in. Let the Lord fight your battle. Y'all know that song, If I Fall on My Knees, and let the Lord fight my battles I know that the victory shall be mine I don't know if you're with me but it goes on in 18 it says and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground Come on, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord worshipping the Lord I, I don't know if y'all are catching this. Yes. Yes. But something just happened. Mm -hmm. Jesus. We just went mm. from 
horrible news to a change in the atmosphere because instead of the king losing his mind when he heard the bad report, he called for a fast and prayed. And his prayer got a response from heaven. How many folk in here ever prayed and got a response? I don't know if y'all are walking with me, but even when you don't think you're hearing from God, God's responding.